This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unqualified. I'm Soph Mosca, the host of this podcast. You guys can find me at Soph Mosca on pretty much every social media, except Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. <laughs> oh, gosh. Of course, all the neighborhood dogs start barking right when I start this podcast. But I don't think you guys can ever hear what goes on in the background because I'm always like, oh, sorry, there's a truck backing up or there's an echo, and then my mom will be like, you couldn't hear anything. So I don't think that you guys can actually pick up on any of those sounds in the background, which is good because my apartment complex overall is pretty quiet, but sometimes like every dog in existence decides to bark all at once <laughs> or like recently there's been a lot of construction and so there's been constant noise like they were redoing the carpet and they were putting in some flooring on certain floors and they were oh my god for a couple of days they were like trimming the palm trees which was so obnoxiously loud and then oh my god I didn't even tell you guys this I think I said it on a vlog but for a couple of days they were doing like a um fire alarm check or testing but what they would do is every day they because there's a few buildings in like my complex and so every day each building had its own like testing but the way they did it was they would go into every single unit on every single floor and set it off and so the alarm was going off like the fire alarm the loud full volume fire alarm was going off every one to two minutes for almost an entire day they started at like 8 a.m and it went until like 5 p.m i think all day long every two minutes and it was like loud like it was louder i didn't even know that they were this loud because ones in schools aren't this loud i don't know my high school never had fire alarms this loud and it's probably because if they ever were to go off at night, like they want to wake you up. But like, let me tell you, it will, I had the worst headache. And actually, I came back home. Um, like I, I had something in the morning. Was it What was it? Was it my chiropractor appointment? I can't remember. But I left in the morning. And when I came back, I was in the parking garage. And one went off, fire alarm went off. And I like nearly pooped my pants and had a heart attack because it was so loud and echoey like in the garage oh my god it was so bad so anyways I'm on a tangent but basically what I was trying to say was I just feel like whenever I need my apartment to be quiet it's so obnoxiously loud and like random stuff is happening that I just cannot control but um Avery and Benji are out at the moment getting food and things like that like getting Benji more food because he ran out and so hopefully it'll be pretty quiet for at least the majority of this episode you guys don't even hear it really because I cut it out most times but so many times when I'm recording my podcast Avery will like try to sneak in but she opens the door and it creaks and so it like <laughs> makes this big loud noise and then she's like sorry and it's just it's funny or she'll like bring me coffee which is amazing but I always have to cut parts out because or I have to like yell at Benji or something but it's just you and I today we're alone at least for a while. I don't know what time they're going to be coming back, but 
we should be in the clear. So before we get into today's podcast episode, like the juice of it, I just want to give you some life updates because I like to do that at the beginning of each episode. And so I guess not really much has changed except one major thing is that I actually started my semester which I feel like I have talked about this a billion and six times, but I still get questions. Um, so the, the big question is, am I still in school? Where do I go to school? But what's my major? Blah, blah, blah. So basically, after a lot of transferring and a lot of not knowing what the heck to do, I'm actually back at my old school in New Hampshire, weirdly enough, except I'm fully online. And so I'm still in Florida and everything. And I honestly just think that this online, like fully online program is going to be really great for me because it's not just online because everything going on in the world, it's online because it's structured to be online and the program is just really well developed and it's, it's been made to be online, you know, and a huge problem I had last semester was that these teachers and the school that had no idea how to do online were like trying to throw together this online curriculum and it just wasn't working. And so I know that, or I knew already that my old school in New Hampshire had a really great online program because I've already done an online semester through them before everything that happened in the world. I did it in like 2018. And so I trust them. I know them. And they're also really great to work with over there. And so I'm just going to finish out my degree there, which is a psychology degree. I get a lot of questions about that too. So yes, I am still a psych major. And speaking of that, this is so random, but I guess I'll just talk about it. I've been doing a lot of thinking, just reflecting on like myself and my life, mainly because Avery and I sat down and created like a five-year plan, sort of what we would like to see, which is actually leading into today's episode. But I was really thinking like, okay, I do social media right now and I don't plan on not making content. Like I plan on this being a continuous thing for many many years because I truly love it like love it love it love it I cannot believe that I have this opportunity this is my dream forever and ever and ever and the fact that I'm actually here living this life is like beyond me and I have so much room for improvement and I have so many goals and aspirations for my content and everything like that and so I know that I want to continue doing that in my podcast and things of that nature but I was like okay but I have been going to school for like four or five years now to get well not this whole time I wasn't a psychology major but I've been in school for about four years now I'm going to be in school for five years total just because of how much I transferred and like why would I just waste all that time all that money for nothing and I've talked about this briefly before but It's not that I don't love psychology because if I didn't accidentally get into the social media industry, I would still be wholeheartedly in love with psychology and I wanted to be a therapist. I really wanted to work with children who had um, psychopathic tendencies and really, really troubled kids mainly because I actually, I never talk about this because it was really, really traumatic for me and I'm not going to go into details just for the privacy of everybody involved but long story short I actually worked an internship um back in 20 actually you know what it was the beginning of 2020 that I worked this internship and I never ended up finishing it for one of or for two reasons one reason was because we went into lockdown but the second main reason was because we actually had a student This is really dark, trigger warning, extreme trigger warning. Leave now if you're sensitive to 
like self-harm and things like that i'll give you a few seconds because it's not pretty it's not cute it's not funny at all like this is very scary very serious and i don't mean to get dark but i'm just going to mention this that i we had i actually i was not there that day i will say this but we actually had a student commit suicide and like at school and that was i guess a moment for me where i was like am i strong enough to be in this field because I wasn't even there that day. I had only known the kid for a month maybe and I was so personally affected because I loved all the students and I wasn't even working with them very long and very closely and I just loved them and saw so much potential in them. And so I realized that working in that field specifically with the kids that I wanted to be working with, that would be probably somewhat common and I was like I don't know if I'm like if I'm strong enough for this and I don't remember why I started talking about this but basically it's not that I don't want to work in this field because I do because in the long run I did realize like well that's why I want to go into this field because I want to prevent that I want to help kids that are feeling the way that he must have been feeling and catch things sooner and things like that and so it's not that I don't want to still do that because I do. And so I've been doing a lot of thinking like, why would I just give up that passion just because I have a stronger passion for social media and creating content? Because I still have this really strong urge to help people and to share my knowledge and share my like wisdom. And that's why I have this podcast partly because I feel like I can really talk to you guys and give you advice and give you guidance and that makes me feel like I'm using my degree. But I was thinking more and more and I was like, what else could I do to make more of my degree and make more of myself as a human being? And what can I do with all of this knowledge I have about about others and about psychology and about therapy and all that kinds of stuff? What could I do with it? And I realized I have this social media presence and I think it'd be really great if I could... I'm not sure exactly, so don't like quote me on this, but what I was thinking was I had this idea, what if I was like an online life coach? Because I don't want to necessarily say therapist because I, I would have to go for go to school longer for that and things like that, but what if I was a life coach? What if I still individually guided people and helped people and gave advice to people? I'm not like, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm none of that, but I'm a life coach and I'm still helping others and giving people advice on how to better themselves and to to think more positively and be happier healthier people and I'm still using my degree and I'm still doing what I love and it's still I can still incorporate it into me and my brand as a social media presence and I think that was just a really cool realization for me and it made school feel a lot more worth it because I, I was really feeling like oh my god I still have this semester and a whole year left like I am so over school and I guess I still feel like I am over school, but that just made me feel a little bit more inspired to focus on school and get that degree and really learn what I need to learn in order to have the knowledge I need in my future endeavors. And so, yeah, that was a long tangent, pretty much just explaining what's going on with school and where I plan on using my degree. But speaking of five-year plan, which I mentioned me and Avery doing, that sort of leads into what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode, which is the notorious question that so many people, specifically like around my age, like 
around 20, 21, 22, we fear it so much and we just hate it. We hate to hear it. We're always like, oh, I don't know what to answer. Like no one ever knows what to say to this question. And it is, where do you see yourself in five years? Like this question provokes so much fear and anxiety in people, myself included. But I'm going to tell you guys, share with you guys my opinion about how if you change your mindset, it won't be as scary of a question. And I'll explain this throughout the podcast and you'll you'll get like a better idea of kind of what I'm talking about. And then I also just for fun want to share with you guys a little bit of my five-year plan where I see myself in five years and sort of like just what I foresee for my myself in my life and get all into that so that'll be at the end of this podcast but I think a really great place to start is with the question itself where do you see yourself in five years so right off the bat I think a lot of people in their late teens and early 20s like the first thing they think about is oh crap yeah, I'm probably going to have to start paying all of those college loans off. Like, um, and like, and then it's like, uh, I'm going to have to be fully supporting myself. I'm going to need to afford an apartment. I need to have a job. Like all of us in college know that we're in our prime right now, right? Like we really are living our, our lives and not really thinking about the debt and the future expenses that are being pushed into the back of our minds. Like we're aware, but we're not really thinking about them at like currently, you know, like we know that we're going to have to deal with them in the future, but it's not like, not like pressing for a lot of us at the moment. And so when someone brings up five years from now, we're like, oh yeah, about that. Like we, we don't, we won't have the freedom that we do now in five years, at least not most of us. Again, this is very general. And so let me just bring you here. Just just follow along because it sounds like a stretch until I like finish off my idea, okay? (laughs) So here's where I think the first rooted fear in this question is. And this is something that is like a little more unsaid, but I feel like is a massive, massive reason that I think so many people are scared of this question. So let me explain. We can all agree that We're scared of all the money we owe from school and whatnot and all things like that. Like, okay, whatever. Everyone talks about this. Everyone is worried about the money. Everyone knows that. But what we don't talk about is that point that I mentioned just a few seconds ago about how in five years, we won't have that same freedom that we do now, at least most likely. Like right now, we can live very selfishly, at least a lot of us. We have full reign on how we spend our time and money. We can be spontaneous. Like, of course, we have different bills, maybe, or different responsibilities. But I'm just talking overall. Like, we we are pretty free people at this age. And it's because at the end of the day, like, we really only have to care about ourselves right now. Again, general. So if, like, you have circumstances that make you maybe an outlier, I, I get it. Been there but I'm just talking very generally. So just want to, again, point that out. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure this is not the case for everyone. I'm not trying to be insensitive for those who maybe have to, like, step up at home with younger siblings or work extra jobs to help pay for different expenses. But I'm just talking generally. Like, in general, I think a lot of people around college age live in a selfish way. And it's normal to live like this. Like, it's normal to live this way. And I would argue that it's essential to live in this way, to be ready and to be mature enough for your future life. Like, 
in my opinion, people go through different stages of life for a reason. And this late teen, early 20s stage is for self-exploration. It's for living out dreams that you look forward to doing as a kid. And it's for being selfish because like it's just you it's your life and you're figuring your life out still and you're really only like you're hyper focused on yourself maybe you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or maybe you have different things but overall you're really really just thinking about yourself and what you need for your life like at this age you can decide if you want to spend a little extra money to get fancy hand soap rather than like a dollar drugstore brand like you can make that decision it's that's like a random example but I'm just saying like there's so much freedom you don't have to be like oh well again just take this all with a grain of salt I'm not talking about everyone and I'm very very aware of that but this is just general like right now you can be like you know what I'm really I'm really interested in trying that expensive hand soap like I'm gonna buy it because you don't have to worry about putting food on the table for like three people really it's only yourself and so you have that advantage. There's so much freedom and so, so many different choices you can make. And if we're being realistic, that's not really how life works for most people. Like eventually you have to grow out of that phase and be more responsible and take care of yourself, but also a family. Like realistically, it's not, you're not going to have this freedom forever. This stage of freedom is just, what it is it's a phase it's not a forever thing for a lot of people and in fact in five years it will most likely be coming to an end for a lot of us and I think that's a huge reason as to why so many people are actually afraid of the question where do you see yourself in five years yes of course the money scares us it scares everyone of course but no one talks about the rooted issues like you don't want the freedom that you have now to be gone and specifically this age range like late teens early 20s because growing up you anticipate this age this age where you have so much freedom and you're using your own money mostly and no one's telling you what to do you have full range and you anticipate this forever your entire life you look forward to this time you can drive you can eat out whenever you want if you can afford it you know what I mean like you have full range you look forward to it forever and then after that, the responsibilities, the real, real pressing responsibilities of owning a home or having children, like supporting a family, that comes later on for most people. And in five years, that's probably pretty dang close for a lot of us, right? If you're like around my age, five years, you're, you're getting close to that point where the responsibility really, really kicks in. And I think another fear that is rooted in this question is the fear of failure. So let me explain. So when someone asks us this question, like we're expected to give an answer that likely involves a career choice, a family, and things like that, things of that nature. That is so much pressure because there is so much room for failure. Like realistically, how the heck are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know? Even if you know what kind of job you want to work, like how are you supposed to know where you're going to get hired? How are you supposed to know where the job's going to be most needed in five years? How are you supposed to know? Like they're, they're asking you questions that you just like you can't answer realistically. And 
like these are all things entirely out of our control but regardless we're supposed to answer the question like we still have the pressure of the question being asked to us all the time it's not like it's one person asking us it's constant it's all the time and the main problem here in my opinion is that if we answer this question or even if we feel like we know the answer to this question there's so much room for failure so much changes in five years like it's inevitable no matter what so much is going to change in five years who knows who what where or when why like who knows where we will be in five years time nobody knows who knows if we'll be as healthy and happy as we are in this moment or who knows if we'll be happier and healthier than we are in this moment who knows it's impossible to know and letting other people down is one thing but letting yourself down is a whole other thing like letting yourself down is so much more disappointing than letting another human being down because you're stuck with it you can't escape that feeling like you have both both ends the being disappointed and the disappointing someone because you're disappointing yourself you know what I mean like you have both feelings and at least for me like I'm so scared to answer this question because what I want for myself in five years like it's a reach it's ambitious and it's going out on a limb it's not status quo and I'm scared that I won't achieve all my goals to get where I want to be and I'll let myself down and I know I'm not alone in feeling this way we have so much passion right now right like all of us we we have so many things that we love we have so much passion for life and for activities and for our careers that we think we want and right now we do but will we have that in five years Will we have that same drive to want to accomplish all these things we want right now in five years? Who knows? And maybe the reality that you don't want it anymore is disappointing to you. I know it is for me. Like, I will be so disappointed if when I get to be like 28, 20, whatever, like it, when in five years from now, when I, if I don't have the same drive that I have now, if I don't want to do all these amazing things that I want to do now, I will be so disappointed in myself that I lost that drive and I lost that passion because I feel like at that point that means I lost myself. Does that make sense? Like I, me as a, as a human being, I'm super ambitious. I'm super go get them. I always have this next thing on my to-do list and I, I'm worried that if I lose that, then I won't accomplish all these things that I've wanted so badly for so many years. And so that's what scares me. And I know I'm not alone. I think so many of us get so much passion and ambition and such a, a, a self-driven push around this age to be great and to accomplish great things because now is when you start. Now is when you really like be like, okay, I need to go. I need to grind. I need to do what I need to do to be successful and to be happy. And we have that drive right now. But the fact that we could lose it is scary. Failure is scary no matter what. So why the heck would we want to answer this question if literally answering the question alone could bring us a feeling of so much failure in the future? Like just answering that question, having an answer to that question, I don't even necessarily mean literally, like even metaphorically, if you have this solid answer to this question because you feel like you're supposed to, that leaves so much room for failure. But this is where I think there's a way to change your mindset a bit about this question, all right? You don't have to just answer it the way you think you have to answer it. And uh, I'm going to bring you through this. And again, just listen till the end because it'll start to make sense as I like round out my thoughts, okay? 
So the question in and of itself implies that you need to know where you see yourself in five years. But what if you thought about it like this? Instead of I know where I'm going to see myself in five years, think of it like how can I assure myself that I will be happy in five years? So like when someone asks you this question, when someone says where do you see yourself in five years, think of this question in your head instead. Think of, okay, how can I assure myself that I will be happy in five years? Like, all right, I know that if I live at most 15 minutes away from the beach in a warm place in five years, I will at least have that one thing that makes me happy. So there's one thing I can say. Oh, I see myself living near a beach. They're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. She knows where she wants to live. So what else? Okay, I know that if I train to be some sort of fitness or yoga instructor, I can at least be making money doing something I love, either part-time or full-time, depending on what job I end up landing. And so you could also add to your answer by saying like, and I see myself making some extra money as a fitness, yoga, dance, whatever, instructor, just for fun. And those two things right off the bat, people are going to be like, oh, okay, they know what they're doing. They have an idea. No one's going to know that you have a secret question in your head, that you're like adjusting what they ask to like give yourself a better outlook and mindset and not make it such a scary question. It's your own little secret. No one ever has to know that you're not actually answering the question directly. Instead, you're answering what would make you happy in five years. And it's a lot less scary of a mindset. Like if someone were to ask you, what would make you happy if you had it in five years? That's a lot less scary and less pressing than where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself in five years? Like, I don't know, but I know what would make me happy. Like I know what I like as a human being. I know who I am as a person and I know what makes me happy. And so I know where I would want to be to be happy. And I know maybe one little thing in my life that I would like to be doing to make me happy. And no one will ever know. They'll just think you're answering the question. But it's your mindset. It's your own little secret. You have the power to change how you feel about the answer to this question or how you feel about the question and use your power. Like you have the power, so use your power. Don't just let the question dwell over you like a cloud. Like change your mindset, take control of your thoughts and answer the question. Like answer the question, give them what they want, but take control of your thoughts. And when you think of it this way, it's really not nearly as scary and you get to be selfish continuously by taking control of how you view this question and the world. Like I think that's also a really good point. I didn't even put this in my notes or anything, but like a, a really great way to keep that, that control of your life and feel like you're still living selfishly like the way that we do now because it's a really empowering way to, to live is controlling your mindset, controlling your thoughts, controlling your actions. That's you being selfish because you're taking the time to reflect within yourself and take time to be like, okay, who am I? What do I need? How should I change my thinking? You know what I mean? Like you will always, no matter what stage of life you're at, have that ability and have that that power to be selfish. So be selfish with your thinking. Be selfish how you view different questions and different things that give you anxiety and, and, and scare you. Change your mindset. If it's worrying you, if it's scaring you, scaring you, change your mindset. And it's really as simple as that. Of course, it takes time and practice and really working on it and working on yourself, but everybody's capable and everybody can live selfishly within their own minds forever if you just choose to, if you use your power 
and choose to live selfishly, you can. It doesn't have to end at 25, 26, 27, 28. It doesn't have to end then. It can be forever. Maybe not in the same way that it is right now, but it can apply in other ways in the future. And so I figured that something that would be really fun to share with you guys is just like a little bit of my five-year plan. Nothing like super specific. And again, none of this is set in stone because I'm not saying where I see myself in five years. I'm saying what would make me happy in five years or what could I accomplish within the next five years that would really make my current self proud. And so now that I gave you guys my little mindset secret, I will share it with you. So where do I see myself in five years? What will I do to assure that I'm happy in five years? First off, one thing I know for a fact is that to assure that I'm happy in five years, I need to live in Hawaii for at least a few months. This has been a dream of mine for as long as I can remember, literally since I was a young kid. It's like number one on my life bucket list right now. I would give up so many things to be able to live in Hawaii for even a short period of time. So ultimately, part of my answer to the question of where do I see myself in five years is I see myself living in Hawaii. That in and of itself would bring me so much happiness. And so therefore, that's part of my question. That's where I would be happy in five years in Hawaii. One other thing that I will do to assure that I'm happy in five years is to own my own small business. And you guys don't really know much about this at all yet, but this has already been in the works for like a few months actually. I've been working really hard for probably six or seven months at this point. And this is another thing on my life bucket list that I really, really, really want to accomplish. And I so, so badly want to run and own my own business. And obviously I have to start small, which is why I said small business. And so in five years, if I own my small business or if I'm still working on owning my small business, then that would make me happy. And so I can say, the answer to this question, I can add, I want to own a small business. So if someone's like, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, I want to be living in Hawaii and I want to own a small business. That's already a great answer, but let's add to it. So I also know that in five years, I want to hopefully at least be engaged Avery might say otherwise (laughs) but me personally I think in five years I would be really happy if I was engaged and so there's another part of my answer I want to be engaged and I also know for sure that if I continue making content on social media and getting better and better at what I do and expanding my audience more and more and making better content that will make me very happy And so there we go. Like another part of my answer can be, I plan to still be working in the social media industry with an even larger following and better quality content. And boom, like my answer is pretty much complete. That is at least enough information to satisfy the person that's being nosy and asking the question. And in reality, all you did was say a few things that would make you happy and that you know for a fact you want to do within the next five years. Like, does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe it only makes sense in my head. So hopefully it makes sense for you guys too. I don't know. It just really works for me. And because of the way that I think about the future and and this question and things like that, I'm not scared of the future. In fact, I'm actually very excited. And I think the main reason is for like, the, the main reason is because I have this mindset on the future and specifically this question of where do you see yourself in five years? And I feel like that's how we all should feel like honestly you guys lately like the past few nights 
I've been keeping myself up thinking about the future and not in a bad way because I get really excited. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Like I have all these things I want to do and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll invest in this new piece of equipment that would help better my better my video quality and things like that. And I just feel like that's how we all should feel. We shouldn't be like, oh, another year working towards our job. Like, no, if that's how you feel, maybe maybe you're not actually following what you really love and what you really want to do this is sort of off topic but i mean it like if you aren't excited about your future maybe you're following the status quo a little bit too much maybe you're doing the easy less scary route i don't know maybe not maybe not but in my opinion if you're not excited for the future if it's not sometimes keeping you guys up at night if you don't dream and fantasize about this future life like I don't know if you necessarily have the, the right mindset in my opinion because I think we all should look forward to our future because why not? Like obviously enjoy the moment, don't rush, don't rush into the future, but I think at the very least be eager for your future. And I think if you really do apply everything I talked about in this podcast where like think about it as what would make me happy in five years maybe you'll be able to do so like instead of having that pressure of like where do I need to be in five years it's like what would make me happy in five years and then you know you're living selfishly you know you're doing what would make you happy and I think the future in general would just be a lot less scary and that's my lecture for today (laughs) sometimes when I'm recording this I literally do feel like I'm like a preacher like lecturing or I don't know sometimes I feel like I just need to shut up and that I'm just annoying you guys (laughs) anyways I hope you enjoyed today's podcast because I this is something that I've been thinking about in my own mind recently a lot so I felt like it'd be really good to talk about I also I'm honestly I'm recording this on Sunday and this drops tomorrow like on Monday for you guys and the reason for that is because all week long I had no idea what I wanted to talk about my podcast I was kind of like running dry a little bit for ideas and then I was like well what do I what am I thinking about a lot and I'm thinking a lot about the future and five years from now and things like that and so I decided to share with you guys my little mindset secret that I apply to myself that helps me not fear it so much so I hope you enjoyed I hope you learned something and with all that being said let's move into the words of wisdom of this week which I found on Pinterest so I don't know who it's by or who who wrote it or whatever but it is the most reliable way to predict the future is to create it and I really like that because like if you want to be happy in the future you got to create that future guide yourself in the right direction follow your heart not status quo and so I feel like that really applied to just sort of like my overall message of this podcast in general like not just uh, just this episode like my whole podcast in general and by changing your mindset in small ways like how you answer the five year question you're leading yourself into manifesting your future and the future you want and therefore you'll bring your five-year plan to life and you don't have to worry about failure at all at least not in that that way not the failure factor for the five-year plan you know what I mean all right you guys thank you so much for listening to today's podcast again I'm Sof Mosca you can find me at Sof Mosca on every social media except Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. Oh wait, I didn't even mention this at the beginning, but follow me on Dispo. It's that new app, David Dobrik's app or whatever. I actually just got verified on there, so that's super exciting, but I've been posting on there. I think it's really fun. It reminds me of like the old Visco before Visco got really popular and like a little more social media-y, like 
dispos like very much like just pictures for fun like i don't know i really really like it so definitely follow me on there if you don't already and before we go i will give you guys the song of the week which is holy water by tommy newport i've known this song for a while but i just came across it again recently and i was like why don't i like like why don't i listen to this song because this is amazing it's just a really feel good song you guys know that's like my music vibe i just like to be able to put it on and just like listen and just be sort of lost in the song and not really thinking about much else just like really pretty music and beachy music and so that fits perfectly in fact i really want to listen to that song now so i probably will that always happens at the end of my podcast i'm always like um i think i'm gonna listen to my song now because it just reminds me that i love that song so much but with all that being said thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and i will talk to you guys next monday in the next episode Bye.